Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. This is Inside Sources. It's 150, and I'm your host, Greg Scordis, filling in this afternoon for Boyd Matheson. We've talked uh, with uh, legislators on both sides of the aisle today a little bit about where we are in Utah and maybe even where we are nationally. Um, and yesterday was uh, Martin Luther King Day, a day when uh, I think a lot of us sit back and reflect on where we are and what we're doing. And I know I often listen to some of his speeches. I've got some recorded and just sit down and listen to those. My wife and I enjoyed one yesterday that uh, a lot of people don't listen to. And if you ever get a chance to uh, to listen to the one, it's called If I Had Sneezed. I know that's crazy. I know it's crazy. But if you ever get a moment to just listen to that uh, speech, it's only about 10 minutes long. Really something else. Um, in that vein, uh, Utah state lawmakers have created a new commission to address diversity and inclusion in Utah schools. It's called the Working Group on Diversity and Inclusion in Classrooms. Representative Sandra Hollins, one of the chairs of that commission, spoke to inside sources about why it was created and what their goals are. She explained what the commission is and what its goals are to inside uh, sources earlier today. Representative Mike Schultz and myself and on the Senate side, um, Senate Luz Escamilla and um, Senator Kirk Carlamore will be co-chairing um, a committee that will look at the curriculum in our schools and to make sure that um, all of our histories are being taught in the, in the school system. We're looking at and researching ways that we can implement this in our school system. Um, this is not going to be us going by, um, going by curriculum by curriculum. Um, our hope is to possibly just give a framework for all, for all of this and look at some suggestions um, and, and to see what can be implemented. You know, and there's been a tremendous amount of pushback on that, too, because uh, some people think, maybe correctly so, that uh, what we're teaching really is that uh, a certain segment of our society was uh, grossly unfair to another. And some people think, well, that's ancient history and not something we need to revisit. And maybe it's not uh, something that needs to be part of the curriculum. But it's healthy to know, and it's and it's helpful to know, that this working group has been created and that the state lawmakers are behind it. Uh, Representative Hollins also talked about her experience as a mother who had children in the public school system and how they really didn't learn about some of the black heroes in our history. I can speak from experience 
um, as having raised two children in the public school system in the state of Utah. Um, I can tell you that with us and my culture, um, being black America, that it really, uh, the heroes um, who helped build this country was not taught, really taught in the school system. You know, the only people that that we they were learned about is um, like Martin Luther King, which we need to learn about. Um, and but it was nothing beyond that. Um, and so what I'm hoping to do is to make sure that all of our kids see their history, um, see their heroes and see themselves in, in our school system. And it is history. It's every bit history. And our history in this country includes some things that we're not necessarily proud of. And that is that some of our founding fathers who should absolutely go down in history as heroes uh, were slave owners. That's just something that was part of our system at the time, not to be hated, not to be uh, shamed in any way. Uh, but looking back, it was it was certainly a mistake. Um, so this is an interesting topic that uh, our legislature is finally dealing with, maybe because uh, so many citizens really think it's important. Uh, we had been listening to a couple of uh, quotes from uh, Representative Sandra Hollins, who spoke with uh, inside sources earlier today. Um, continuing, she also had to say that this isn't about putting down people because of their race or lifting one race over another. This is not about putting down anybody's race. Um, what this is about doing is making sure that all of our races are lifted up together and that we are all learning about people from our past and we're learning about how this country was built and the people that was involved in that and their great accomplishments. We want to we want to learn about all of that and everyone who was involved in that. It's history, isn't it? I mean, isn't this history that we're talking about? And doesn't history uh, tend to repeat itself if we don't talk about it, if we don't educate people on where we are? I mean, listening to... Uh, Dr. King yesterday, and uh, one of the one of the speeches that I was listening to had to do with uh, police police brutality. He used that word over and over, and I was listening to that. And this speech that he gave, I think, was in like 1962, 60 years ago. And where are we today? Well, we're certainly a lot better off, in my opinion, uh, than we were then. But there is certainly also issues where uh, police misconduct comes to the forefront. And we saw that with the George Floyd uh, trial uh, involving a, a police officer from Minnesota. And we saw that the, the, the sort of the, the blue line that's not crossed is now being crossed a little bit. And officers testified uh, in that case against a fellow officer. And a conviction was had by uh, a jury of 12 uh, unanimously against an officer. So uh, when we talk about race relations, boy, we've come a long way in this country. And, and, I, and it, 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 it's something we can all be very proud of, uh, but there's still a little ways to go. Um, uh, finally, uh, Representative Holland said that this working group that we've been talking about, and that's the uh, working group on diversity and inclusion in classrooms, trying to address diversity and inclusion in Utah schools, she said that this working group is intended to start the conversation to, and to kind of understand each other. One of the saddest things, I think, is that we don't communicate with each other. We talk at each other through the media or through social media. 
but we have lacked um, the art of conversation and trying to understand each other. And this is what this working group is going to do is, you know, everyone in the group have laid down their politics and have said, you know, this is not a Republican thing. This is not a Democratic thing. This is a weak thing. This is this is our kids in the school, and we need to lay that down and concentrate on, on what's best for our, our students. Sandra Hollins is a representative in the Utah State Legislature. She is a Democrat representing District 23, which I think is a Salt Lake, uh, uh, Salt Lake City uh, area. Um, the the leaders of our of our uh, legislative body have gotten together and announced the creation of this group um, to incorporate diversity and inclusion into curriculum in Utah's K through 12 classrooms. They created a bipartisan group comprised of lawmakers, educators, community leaders, and others. And, and Governor Cox jumped in and said, there is strength in our diversity. I look forward to working with this group to find ways to ensure every child in every school feels valued and respected. And I think this is a long time coming. Uh, this is something that, um, that uh, is kind of a must right now that we need to address in this country. Um, Representative Mike Schultz uh, also said the following, in an effort to create a Utah we can all be proud of, we are setting out on a pathway to incorporate a diversity and inclusion curriculum in our K-12 education system. As a bipartisan group, we will take a balanced approach and work hand-in-hand to better understand and find ways to create a brighter future for our children and our grandchildren. So it'll be interesting to see what this group comes up with. We'll be watching that pretty closely. And it'll also be interesting to see how the Board of Education, how schools can adopt this into their curriculum, if at all, and if it's something that parents are going to support, if it's something that teachers are going to support, uh, but it's got to start with our lawmakers. When we come back, we heard earlier from uh, Brian King, uh, Representative King, talking about Democratic uh, priorities this legislative session. We're going to hear from Senate President Stuart Adams, who spoke with inside sources about what he'd like to see happen this year up at the legislature. It is 159. Stay tuned. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story, the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. 